I mean, I don't know. I was rooting for Michigan, so it seemed, seemed fun to me. Uh, not, probably not as hard as your afternoon co-host was rooting for Michigan, but for the third year in a row, the University of Michigan defeats the Ohio State Buckeyes. 30-24. to 24, Came down to the one last drive. Yep. A pick, which was really more because the pass rush than... Yeah, I mean, he wasn't game great. situation. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean. Um, a lot of the focus after this, and obviously it clears the way Michigan will now play in the Big Ten Championship, should win that game and should go on uh, and be. Uh, the Big Ten West has never won that game. In the, right, in the playoff. And you would think, hey, you would think would be two. Yeah, I'm presuming Georgia's going to win on Saturday. Right. So if Georgia wins Saturday, yeah, I think they'll be Michigan one. Michigan will be two. Yeah. Right. Of course, it doesn't matter if you're two or three. Right. It's just what you, you want to be Georgia, where you get presumably Florida State. We'll get to that in a minute. Right. At four. It all, all, the only difference between two and three is what color jerseys you're wearing. Exactly. Uh, a lot of the focus afterwards was, I think, appropriately on Ryan, on Ryan Day. Right. Yeah, because it felt like. Coach Scare. This was. It also felt like the game was pretty even, and one coach coached the game with nothing to lose, and the other guy coached pretty cowardly. Totally cowardly. Yeah. And obviously, the most notable, and it's weird, is that I was reading a piece like if he was if he was playing against Minnesota, yeah, he wouldn't have done that. Right. Like he gets in his head, and you've got, with all due respect, like you got higher recruiting classes every year than Michigan. Yeah. You've got. A receiver who is, I don't know, generational. You know, like Potentially, little, yes. I've been a lot of good receivers the last few years, yes. but not many have come out with the he'll be top five pick easily. Yeah. And you got weapons, you got like everything you could possibly want, and let there you are, you're down 14-10 toward the end of the first half. You drive to the Michigan 34, and you run out the clock? So the one at the end of the half, I was a little okay with because I think he knew his quarterback was shaky. There was like a fourth and one from like the 40-something. Yeah. Earlier than that, there was a fourth and one from their own 46 in the first quarter. Like, dude, if are, if you're as tough as you say, like, yeah, y'all are. Like, are, you, are, you who, you, are you who Lou Holt says you are or are you who you say you are? And, and on top of that, like, you... you they got a crappy punt after. Like, that was the one that really bothered me. It's fourth and one from their own 46. That was a pretty cowardly punt. That was a cowardly-ass punt. Mm-hmm. And it's me, like, the other key difference was, like, uh, listen, I'm not the world's biggest McCarthy no, he guy. Was a, he was a better quarter. He was there better. Was, he, no close. It wasn't yes. close. I mean, he had more throws where you go, oh, my God. Yeah, he had some. And then, you know, this game largely. That, that, that throw when they were trying to. With the what? defender, where the defender didn't turn his head, the the one across the field, yes. that yeah. was insane. Yeah, it was honestly, you can argue ill. He literally earholded. Yeah, yeah. And then McCord throws the pick. I guess if you want to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt, like the, the route was I don't. Great, the last but like, pick I don't. But, oh, I mean, no, he was I'm talking about hit. the first one. Oh yeah, no, like, yeah. The route was a little iffy, but it's like it was still a bad decision. He was the lesser quarterback. There's no yes. question. 
And uh, and so now you have the situation there at Ohio State where you're 56 and 7. Correct. And the, new, uh, the new stat that's going around is 1 in 6 against CFP ranked top 5 teams. Right. Here's the point, though. They're expanding the playoff. They're going to get in the playoff every year now. Yeah, I think, though, the problem that he is facing is... And plus, a lot of Michigan people are leaving. Like, that's a, a senior class that came back this year. For sure. I think you stick well, around. I mean, maybe Harbaugh's leaving. You stick like, around and you beat Michigan next year and all as well. I think, though... And the, I, I'll, by, by the way, right now, I'll take him. Yeah, I think the bigger problem that they have is there's so few games that they actually care about. Right. And they're now losing all of them. Heck of a football game. This game, like, it was a coming in, like, you'd be like, man, this feels like a big time well, football game. Well, here's the game. thing. If we had a 12 team playoff, would this, if, it, is this, I, I've never bought the argument that uh, it'll, having an expanded playoff will ruin the regular season. But this is a game where the stakes were dramatically ratcheted up because it's a 14 playoff. I do buy the argument. The more the more teams that you add to the postseason, the less, less special the regular season it, is. Because it is, like, yes. it, but this game was like, still fun though. And Michigan Ohio State's always going to it's meet. always going to be fun. And like the argument would be, well, it's going to be and it's for seeding too. Top like, four seed. Yeah. yeah, it won't be meaning. It'll still have great meaning. It will not have as much meaning as this one did. Correct. You're allowed a mulligan. Um. All right. Who's next? I know. I know Hugh Freeze is not your favorite individual in the world. The worst human being I've ever met in my life. But my heart goes out to Auburn fans. Like, I have been there. I don't know how you cannot feel bad for Auburn fans. Uh, yeah, I can. They hired Hugh Freeze. They didn't all hire Hugh Freeze. They fought in. That's impossible. Fourth and 31? You thought fourth and 25 was bad, Ole Miss fans. Fourth and 31. I was, I was loving On the anniversary. I was, get, I was getting all these text messages. You're like, I can't believe this happened. I was like, I can. I covered fourth and 25. And it was, it was by the way, not fluky. No, he was. They left him one on one. They left him one, and it was a rope. Like it was yes. a. It was. It was. It wasn't. Oh, what are you gonna do? Hail Mary bounced around, bounced the wrong way. No, it was just a pass to the corner of the end zone. It was a pass to the corner of the end zone. It was based on strategic decisions or uh, stupid decisions that Auburn made rushing two. Oh, it, I don't care about the rushing two. What I thought was very dumb was they had a spy. spy. What's on the spy? Miller. Well, like, and I'm even fine if, like, you want to delay it and send right. him. Like, like, you know, have him kind of right. hang back and then send then him. send him. But send no, him. yeah, what's he doing there? You, well, didn't, you, you know want him whatsoever. to run. If he yeah. runs, the game, is, game over. is over. Yeah. This isn't. The spy was ridiculous. Yes, I have no idea. Like, there's no schematic reason to do that. They weren't trying to get 11 yards. No. Have they a spy have to if get trying a touchdown. To get 11 yards. Yes. yes, they're trying to get nine. If they're trying to get 14 yards, have Correct. a spy. Fine. And it, I, again, if you want to rush two and have nine guys back there, I totally get that. Alabama has had too many good things happen to it, though. They, they don't need this joy. They don't need this joy. It's it just not like fits Auburn, in with all the other joy. It's not like Auburn hasn't had some good, some good fortune. Sorry, Drew. 
I did. I did actually think I got electric, but just electric. You just watched. You just seen Michigan Ohio State. Yes. And then this happened. Correct. Crazy. Dude. That was a new one for me. What, cha- what, what, what kind of chance do you give uh, Alabama against? It was interesting. The rivalry games, like Georgia Tech gave Georgia yeah, uh, that, a, a little bit of a tussle. Like, you know, whatever. And uh, and Auburn would just, you know, coming off a humiliating loss, gives Alabama all it could handle. So the thing that I thought was interesting about this game, Alabama goes right down and scores. And they after forcing a three and out to start the game, and then you have the kickoff and the egregious missed face mask. Un- right. Undoubtedly egregious missed face mask. Yep. And I credit Danielson for pointing it out on the broadcast. He's like, there's going to be a makeup call. He's like, when you miss one that bad, there will be a makeup call. And the key was it was fourth and one. Alabama goes for it, runs the jet sweep. It's going to be a touchdown. You're sitting there thinking route is on. And it was a hold. They, they called the penalty the hold, and then that allowed, like, the game to kind of stabilize a certain degree. But, like, you know, uh, the game just got weird, and it, it got to Auburn's liking, and then the other key thing was one thing that I did not expect in this game, I did not expect Auburn to be able to run it as well as they did, especially when you know they're so limited passing the football. Did not inspire confidence for the Alabama-Georgia uh, tilt coming up. But All right, who's next? Interesting that it's interesting to me how many Memphis fans like Mike Norvell. Yeah, but it's like the era of good feelings. Yeah, but what's funny is, is like they like him better than like Ryan, and Ryan's here. And normally, if you leave, people like Justin Fuente. They didn't love him after he left. You know, with with Mike, they. Everyone still loves him. I think it has to. I think it does show. And the, they both left. For I think it jobs. shows the power of football brain. Mike has bigger wins. Like there's more. Like in the end, like that's like. And Mike probably has a couple of like worse losses. But it really just goes to show the power of just the big. Well, he win. delivered the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, he delivered the Cotton and Bowl and the conference title. And he delivered. And he was the head coach when they beat SMU and game day came to yeah. town. And. He was also out there everywhere. Yes. I, I don't I don't think like being out there everywhere doesn't help. Won't save your job if you stay, right? But honestly, it does buy you good feeling and time and he I was, think it buys you the benefit of the doubt. It buys you like he did with Josh Pastor. Like even now, now that people don't hate Josh Pastor, they hated him as they met this coach at right. the end, but they liked Josh Pastor, you know? And and uh, and so it was that was more complicated, but it does buy you time. It's one of the differences, honestly, with Mike and Ryan. Yeah. Like, like, Mike is out there all the time. Out there, everywhere. And I don't know, people like... Now, this game did not... If you want a competitive playoff, I think you want Florida State to lose to Louisville. Yeah, I'm actually going to give Florida State some credit here. I thought, this was, I thought this was a pretty impressive win in this sense that this game... Florida comes out with all the emotion in the world. Florida played very physically. It also seemed to me early on in the game, the plan that they had for Tate Rodemaker was not going to work. And so they kind of had to figure it out as the game went on. And they I was kind of hoping he would be a secret weapon, but he was not. 
<laughs> if your hopes were that he's going to be like Cordell Jones, then he's a secret weapon, and he was—he's Mike Norvell's first recruit ever. Yeah, I mean, we even got our boy Brock Glenn in there for for a play. Uh, anyway, good for them, and uh, it, I don't care what y'all think. If they win the ACC and are undefeated, I'm with you. They're going to the playoff, hundred percent. Um, and uh, and so there you go. Do you think, though, that let's say they lose, right? They lose. Would you be better off? Would you have a more competitive team? I think it would be Texas. If they lose, I think that opens the door for Texas. Right. And I don't think it's... Which, you, which is more fun? Wouldn't it be more fun to see Georgia-Texas? Yes. I think so. I think so. From as TV- much as I like Mike and whatever, from a TV perspective and from a, just a, you know... Well, it's just it's been so long. But in the, the biggest deals, like the reason why it's more fun is like they have a quarterback. They have a quarterback. Yeah. So they got a they got a chance. And you and you saw this Texas team beat Alabama. Yes. And you didn't see this Florida State team because they have a different quarterback beat LSU. Correct. You saw, you saw a Florida State team yes. beat LSU. Um, okay, who's next? Washington uh, wins again. Talk about non-cowardly play calling, by the way. Oh, boy. Fourth and one. Tie ball game. The Apple Cup. Fourth and one from your own 29 with 115 left. What do you do? You go for it. Yeah. And then you win the effing game. Yep. And then you make the kick. (laughs) Man, you make the kick. That was damn impressive, wasn't it? Oh, yes, because uh, part of our our in-real-time plays, we put a nice little five-teamer together, mm. and it was dependent on Oklahoma State and Washington, who both had very, very sweaty, shaky, uncomfortable wins. But, yes, we needed that for a little plus 130. Um, so, all right, so Washington plays Oregon. I was a little shocked at the number. 31-7. What's the number? Number is nine. So remember, this was Washington favored by three at home, which to me implies more or less neutral field. We think they're even. They are now basically saying, like, we believe that Oregon is nine point. Correct. On a neutral. Well, Oregon beat the hell out of Oregon State. They did. I, the ones I want back, I... I knew Jonathan Smith was taking the Michigan State Michigan job. State job. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be win one for the Gipper, no, and then Kentucky. Seem to I that. knew that there were Stoops rumors to be leaving, and so I I faded the wrong guys. I should have known death taxes. Stoops beats Louisville. And meanwhile, uh, Oregon's Bo Nix. Who's your Heisman? Bo, you want Bo Nix? Bo was thirty-three out of forty, three hundred sixty-seven yards. In that game, he's thrown for 33,906 yards. 37-2 is his uh, touchdown-to-interception ratio. A nifty completion percentage of 78.2%, which would be a record. Uh, He played his best game of his career on on Friday. He was incredible. Jaden Daniels, 3,800 yards passing as compared to 3,900 for Bo. But 1,100 yards rushing, 50 touchdowns total against four picks. Are those your two candidates? So my Heisman is Daniels just because I think he's been the most he's been the most outstanding player. Like when I watch him I just go, "Oh my god." 
the problem is we've turned this into this weird the best bi- player on the best team. Yeah. Well, it's like when it's like we've also turned it into an argument. Like I tell you that I would vote for Jaden Daniels, so you hate Bo Nix. Well, no, I would probably vote Bo second. Right. Like it, we've just turned it into this weird thing. I just think when I've watched the two teams, what Daniels has done is more impressive to me. Uh, all right, who's next? Memphis early. We could play their fight song as well, but we talked about them in the first segment. So I wanted to give a shout out to Ole Miss. Wins the Egg Bowl. I like the uh, the, the, the the ATV. Did you like that? The, I did. I I, the, I know that there were plenty of people. Oh, no, I thought it was, it was great. I thought it was, it was awesome. awesome. Like, I, I popped. I was like, that was that's fantastic. Awesome. Would have hired him on the spot. I don't know if I would have done that, okay, but I would have said that's a great gimmick. That's a great freaking gimmick. Yeah, but Ole Miss wins 17 uh, 10 and 2. Uh, had never had a 10 uh, win season before Lane Kiffin shows up. Now, two in three years. Uh, some call them fake good, uh, but uh, they're good. I don't even know what that means. Well, it means that they're, they're you know Why, what it is? They, you know what's funny to me? It though? Mean, like, here's what it means it means they're, they accumulated a lot of wins against teams that they should beat. And just like Memphis, when they played a team that was clearly better in class, they lost 24 10 to Alabama and 52 17 to Georgia. Yeah, I mean they had a halftime good, good. They had a halftime lead against Alabama. Uh, they beat LSU. Uh, they beat Tulane. I mean they've got Tulane's only only loss of the year. Like I don't know. I I, I just feel like there's like nitpicking of like they're good. They're good. But I I I, if, I think if I'll, I'm gonna nitpick there, Memphis, I can nitpick Ole Miss. I think it's fair to say Ole Miss maximized what they are. Like I don't think that Ross. Like I don't know who their best player is. I guess it's Quinshawn Juckins. Uh, where are they going to go for a bowling? So, obviously, a lot's going to depend on this week. I think if you're an Ole Miss fan and you care more about winning the 11th game, you should root for the Citrus Bowl. But it seems like everyone's still rooting for the Access Bowl. Uh, all right, we got to blow someone up. Yes, there's. Well, and then also, this this was a – I turned the game off. It was 45-10 in the fourth quarter because I had other bets going. Uh-huh. And then apparently there was a muff punt that led to a touchdown, so they got the backdoor cover. Tennessee beats Vandy 48-24. Uh, we're blowing up Vandy. 2-10 um, season. Parkley has six years left on his deal. Yeah, I think the key mistake that he made this year was he kept telling people behind the scenes he thought that they were going to be have an outside shot at a bowl. And that put some hype and expectations on this team that, I mean, this was honestly, Jeff, this was one of the worst rosters I've seen in an SEC team. Like, this team was so slow, so unathletic that I, I just don't even know how you could have predicted that they were going to go anything remotely close than what we got. Vandy had a considerably less, uh, worse rec- year than Northwestern. Uh, let's compare. Sure. Let's, let's compare Duke, Northwestern, yes. Vandy. They yes. all are, they're all up against it. Yeah. And Vandy are more up against it because they're in the SEC. Yeah. But still, pathetic. Yes. With all due respect. Just absolutely pathetic. We're late to get to Chris Harrington. we got to take a break, but... Uh, which of these, um, let's see, we have Jeff Levy to state. You like that? Don't you like that? We've got Jonathan Smith to Michigan State. We've got uh, Mike Elko, it appears, to Texas A&M after Mark Stoops. Uh, that thing blows up over the weekend. Uh, Dana Holgerson fired. Any thoughts on 
anything you want to say about the coaching stuff? So quick? I like Jonathan Smith to Michigan State because I think Michigan State needed to get a development guy, and he's a development guy, and I think he is a good fit for that program. The Mike Elko thing is weird to me. It's not that I think it's necessarily a bad hire. It was bizarre to me that fans revolted for Mark Stoops, and yet they're good I with think Mike Elko. Because, I think it's because you can dream. It's a, it's a blanker slate. It's a blanker yeah, slate, and I, people and I like think, the blank still because it allows them to dream as big as they want. Yeah, I also think that that's incredibly dumb. Right. Because but I think that's what it is. The Kentucky job was the Vanderbilt job. Yes, and exactly. Then Stukes, and he made it something other than that. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Levy? Uh, I think it makes sense, but I mean, like like anything, it's like, okay, is he going to get, you know. He's going to get players. Yeah. Yep.